Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Hello. Hi, Lex. Hey. Hey, Lex. You're in your Steve Jobs uniform, which I love. So are you. I mean... Between our ponytail, like this was not planned to be honest. I did not get the Steve Jobs memo. I wish I would have worn black with a ponytail. Oh my gosh. Jared has been kind of sort of experimenting with a ponytail, and I love it. I don't like it because it makes me look like an old washed up guitar teacher, Mm -mm. which I don't like. But I do like it because you consider teaching guitar lessons. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love it because my first crush in the history of me being a human being was the Green Power Ranger, and he had a, a long. No, he had a long ponytail, middle part long ponytail, basically as long, long as Jared's hair. So like, it really like brings me back, and I, I love it. It's weird. I mean, I'm not going to do the ponytail. I will do the aerial flips though. If that's what you need to like for. lean yeah. into looking like an old hippie when you're older because I don't know that there's anywhere else for you to go. <laughs> I don't really think, like, there I think is. that's where you're going. No, it is. I think that that's actually a really good point. And it's going to look good. Yeah. I hope so. If you dress like this yeah. with like your hair back and you're going to get like a little salt and pepper, it's mm. going to look nice. Thank I don't think you. he's getting salt and pepper. He's just going to probably go white. Like gingers just go white. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's like uh, Gandalf, if you guys know anything about Lord of the Rings. No. Should we get into that? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself anymore. Uh, but could you imagine Jared with his very red, freckly skin with just white hair? You I would do. look very, very wise. Also provincial. Like if you had a yeah. white ponytail, like each provincial. of us, the three of us together would look like three founding fathers of the United States. <laughs> That's right. Like we all signed the Declaration of Independence with our low ponytails. We are the tribunal. That's Th- right. Did you know those guys were like 25 years old? They make me sick. It's just their frontal <laughs> lobes were not even developed yeah, and they were signing. They were literally making amendments and rights that we still apply today. They were more mature back then. And also they honestly did come up with a very smart system yeah. uh, with checks and balances that I couldn't have come up with. That is true. Yeah. Um, it's impressive, but it's not always applied correctly. But they tried. They tried. They tried. And that's all Alexander any of us can do. Hamilton, that guy. John Hancock, that my guy. <laughs> John Hancock. Hancock. Handcock. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Love that. No what a name. Just Hancock. What? What? Handcock? I don't think there's a D in there. There's no D. Oh. 
But, but it's better be. when you say it. With- it sounds like you want there to be one, though, so we'll leave it in <laughs> Hand <there. cock>. yeah. <laughs> Um, How are we doing today, other than like our matching outfits? I'm feeling fun. I'm feeling fun. I'm feeling fun. I'm mixing yeah. up a little bit of champagne and a little bit of coffee. It's I don't my know favorite if that's a good way to idea. go. Yes, it is. It's basically like having an espresso martini. It's ups and downs, baby. That's life. It's a, it's a deconstructed espresso martini. Mm. Just wait till you cut coffee out of your life and see how bad you feel i will never do but that. you will you'll you feel bad now yeah. wanting it like there's no winning because i don't drink coffee and i still feel bad mm. oh i love it there's nothing like that a nice jolt of the juice in the morning that what do you do when you wake up butts around like i have to i it takes me like an hour to wake up you putter about and i like check up on the news and i check my email and then i work out but like my shit's not really going to like 10 30 yeah because i need to like wake up and have breakfast because i don't do coffee so there's really no way to like be awake power on in a in a significant way yeah see i could start like well i needed my whole routine for like an hour but after that i could be like going yeah because i'm so juiced up because i drink so much coffee i'm moving and grooving at 11 Mm. to like 5 30 i can go like hard if i'm alone like focused and then i take that Mm. I used to be able to go for 15 hours straight, but That's, like aging, man, it's me get, too. aging. Me too. I it is. I can't. I have to set that boundary or else I'll just, because if I am buried in work or if it's like a long edit or something that I'm doing, it's like, I won't stop and I just won't think to eat or anything like that. But like, that's you, young me. I like, can't believe out. Jared forgets to eat. I literally think Never. about the next time I'm going to eat all the time. It I'm consumes my mind. I'm thinking about dinner right now. I know. And we just had a sandwich. I'm thinking about what we're going to get for dinner tomorrow. What right are now. you going to get for dinner? Well, we're going to do a date night probably. It Aww. takes, yeah. It takes, oh, is it Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Well. So soon. Yeah. So soon. It's always Friday here on Killing Time. That's, that's right. True. Well, well, it's always Thursday. Thursday, but you know what I mean. Tomorrow's always Friday. Do we want to get into the day today? Yes. So it is May 18th. There's a couple dark days that are going on. So 1804, May 18th, Napoleon proclaimed emperor of France by the French Senate. Mm. A wee lad. A wee little guy. Um, I think he was that small. I was like five, six or seven. Which probably wasn't that small for back in the day. Not, no, they were all pretty small. average. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, Jared. With your tall privilege. Oh, come on. <laughs> tall privilege. Tall privilege. Got the verticality going. Um, this is a dark day. May 18th, 1980. Ian Curtis, singer of Joy Division, dies by suicide. And then yes. the... I love Joy Division. Same. Love Joy Division. Me too. And then the rest of the members go on to fil- uh, form New Order. Of course they did. Yes. If you know anything about Joy Division... You know. You would know that. You would know that. Yeah, that sucks. Joy Division was a to legendary. To the center of the city of the world, uh, waiting for you. Yes. To the depths of the ocean. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Waiting for you. I'm a little shocked. Wow, that was pretty good. I didn't know you had it in you. I mean, you could fill it. I had an ex-boyfriend that was very obsessed with Joy Division. And He's it's cool all guy. And he danced like Ian Curtis, just went in circles, pumping his arms. Really? Oh. Ian had a, well, so the Joy Division symbol was apparently Ian Curtis's brainwaves. Oh, I did. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, so that was like some. It wasn't a an uh, an Ian. What is it? The it wasn't a heart thing. EKG. EKG. It wasn't an EKG. It was apparently like some brainwave thing. He Very had done. interesting. That is and that's worth that. Like when you see those waves. Yeah, I mean sh- it's the iconic the Joy Division. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was record. just a design that H and M had made. No, uh, yeah. like, Ian Curtis's brainwave. <laughs> you mean Joy Division isn't a brand? Have you seen the thing about like because you know obviously Forever Twenty One and H and M all sell like Nirvana shirts sure. and they're like Kurt Cobain. 
would oh, yeah. be rolling over in his fucking grave. Oh, yeah. if they he must knew. be getting paid, the estates. Of, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, no, Francis Kurt, Bean is chilling. Kurt, I mean, they need Kurt the money. Would, Kurt would laugh. I think he would be yeah, a good Yeah, maybe sport. it would be so he, crazy. He had this, sorry, I'm way off base, no, but um, he had a guitar pedal that he used and it was modeled after Nirvana's sound. It was called the grunge pedal. Oh my God. And it was being sold to kind of like capture the sound of the era, but he ironically just took it and started using it. Really? But he like, he was the reason that it basically was created. Yeah. And then he like took it and laughed well, about it. I feel it like he was it. like kind of in on his own joke. He was a badass. Yeah. He, I loved him. he was young. So I'm sure he found he wasn't so jaded yet. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like what, 27, yeah. right? Like imagine 27 where you were. Like yeah. I didn't take anything too seriously yet. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. Same. I did like three college projects on Kurt Cobain. Like <laughs> I, had an I had an obsession. Uh, you in would. I could see that. I mean, he's. I love his vibe, but he didn't yeah. like wash his hair. You could tell. But I, I like like that's a your good vibe. dirty guy vibe. Yeah, like the. I mean, I love a long floppy hair. That's not washed. That's not. I mean, it depends. <laughs> his was definitely. He probably smelled. Anyways, okay. This is not a dark day. This is a great day. 1999, May 18th, Millennium, third studio album by the Backstreet Boys is released. One of my favorite albums of all fucking time. Same, I don't same. think you could fit any more bangers on Dude, one disc. So good. So good. so good. It's one of the best-selling albums of all time. Over 30 million copies sold. Is it the one that goes, am I original? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's on Millennium. Am I mean, yeah, that probably is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Backstreet's Back? Am yeah. I yeah. You all? That's on that record, well, right? My favorite is when they go, are you sexual? And his friends go, yeah. yeah. And it's Nick Carter that sings like, that part. No, they were like 15. No, they're probably like 17 when that came out. I love a supportive friend. You know, if I was like, Jack, am I sexual? She'd be like, I don't fucking know. I'd be like, ew, I don't care. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> leave me out of your games, Alexis. A true friend would be like, yeah, bro, you're sexual. You're super but sexual. But I bet dude. you Lou Pearlman was like, leave that in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that fucking creep. Yeah. I've got to say, dude, Backstreet Boys are still killing it. I saw them in a concert a few years ago. They are so fucking good still. And they have so many hits, it's insane. Everyone. Hit after hit after hit. I knew every word to every song. Everybody is like one of my favorite songs. It's right up there with Eagle Eye Cherry Save Tonight. Wow. Everybody. I, mean, oh, I, yeah. I was a Backstreet Boys and NSYNC fan. Like I, I wasn't like a this or that, but like I have to say Backstreet Boys have better songs. Like they have better hits or bigger hits than I NSYNC. liked NSYNC more back in the day. And now they were I, more heartthrobby. Yeah. Kirk. Chris Kirkpatrick didn't do it for me. Well, but other than that, he was like the knockoff AJ they were trying to make Well, happen. yeah. Well, the thing is, like, nobody was bigger than Justin Timberlake. Like, there wasn't... A, there was Brian and Nick Carter, he, like, combined that would make, like, a Justin... Justin rose above at that time. He rose above everything. That's yeah. why NSYNC was bigger than Backstreet Boys, I think. Just a he, little no, Harry a, Styles He's moment. a star. Yeah. He's you know? a star. But, like, fuck him. Now, I, I mean, I saw him. him doing his little jigs recently, and I was like... It's not working anymore. But here's the thing. Yes. That one that like gave everybody the egg. <laughs> sent it around our group chat. Yeah. For a Sick. Yeah. There was like, he was doing something and he was doing a little dance and it was like the video that went around the world and gave every girl the ick. I will say that that Future Sex Love Sounds record. Yeah. Unbelievable. Future well, yeah. Sex Love Sounds is good. The shit he did but with, it, with Timbaland was out of control. But we're there. talking about them now. I have seen like some in sync, like they've a few of them have gotten together and done stuff. By the way, I love Lance Bass. I feel like he's one of the only ones that is like still perfect. But Backstreet Boys as a whole, 
still is killing it. Yeah. In sync as a whole, I don't know if it would be the same. Like, I don't know if it would give the same as Backstreet Boys, like how they're performing these days, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. You just got to, well, I I give it up to Joey for being able to host Cupcake Wars or whatever that shit is. (laughs) Joey Fatone? That's that's my dream arc, honestly. Dude, same. Joey Fatone? Yeah. So like, if things go the way that I plan, one day I too will host host Cupcake Cupcake Wars. Wars. Dude, you could do Great British Bake Off. They're putting anyone on there. Mighty Boosh guys on Great British Bake Off. I love him so much. He's literally the reason why that's true. And he's like a massive celebrity in the UK. It's a wild card pairing, though. Like I love it. That's what makes it. I know. I mean, he's the best. I want to be asked to judge anything. I know. I it's think, never gonna happen. I think that both of you would be great judges. At I want to be a, anything. That's been my dream. We're not biased, you yeah. know. I will award the person I hate if it's the best. Mm-hmm. That's right. I really will. Mm-hmm. I don't really have like an expertise to judge in. That's Just where it depends on what you're judging. This, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I want to be a judge or a host on something that's so fucking stupid. Mm. Like that's my dream. That's what I'm saying. That's how we gotta that's create, like cupcake wars. We gotta create the idea. That's how yeah, my okay. arc reaches its peak velocity. We should like pitch a show like Spooky Cakes. Yeah. Yes. Patent pending. Spooky cakes. Trademark. Okay. We're so off topic. Um, In 2005. (laughs) Cut this this out, Jerry. Yeah, right. Spooky cakes. Trademarked. In 2005, a photo of the Hubble Space Telescope confirmed that Pluto. Oh, my God. Wow. A Hubble Space Telescope photo confirmed that Pluto has two additional moons, Nix and Hydra. Hydra is a good name. Hydra is a good too. name. Dude, I love H names. Hydra, a th- multiple-headed mythical creature but I want H names and like Matt's last name starts with an H, so he vetoes. I'm like, but those are the best. But that's why you need that. That's right. Um. Okay, so let's get into my little deep dive. I have two mini deep dives. Tell me everything. The first one was on May 18th, 1980. Mount St. Helens exploded. Big boom. Is that a um, big boom volcano? Volcano yes. erupted with a 5.1 magnitude, causing a massive avalanche and killed 57 people. Where is it? In Washington. It's oh. up northwest. We have PNW. an active volcano in Washington. We had an it's active volcano. Called Mount St. Helens got craterized. Oh, is it gone? That. No, it's there. And I don't know if it's. I don't know what the dormancy state is, but dude, when it, I think volcanoes just continue to stay. If volcanoes. you see a before or after of that thing, that is so fascinating. Crazy. So. There is this guy named David Johnson. He was a volcanologist. Aspiration unlocked. <laughs> volcanologist. And he was studying Mount St. Helens from six miles away when it erupted. And he made a trans- transmission stating, Vancouver, 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 this is it. As the volcano erupted, the transmission went dead at this point and he, his body was never found. And he was six miles away. I don't even know how that happens. The lava swallowed him. Isn't that crazy? Hey, we played Flora's Lava as kids for mm. a reason. That's mm-hmm. true. It's, yeah. It's to prepare it's, us for moments like that. It's like unruly. And you can't, you can't be like, oh, the earth is only going to spit out this much lava. Like that's, it does I what it wants. I think the lava keeps coming. Flora's Lava is scary, but the scarier game is air is ash because that's one of the biggest problems with these things going oh, yeah. kablooey is like. Because well, they cool at a rapid pace once they hit the earth's well, atmosphere from the crust. From inside. And it just covers so so much area. Like think about like not being able to breathe in like a fire. Yeah, well it's the same thing as like a house fire. Yeah. There dude, volcanoes. Like you're are not terrifying. usually dying from the fire, you're dying from smoke and We gotta get rid of volcanoes. Okay, anyway. Yeah. This is another crazy thing. So there is a guy, a photographer, his name was Robert Landsberg, and he was, I think, on Mount or like really close to it. He saw the explosion. He knew he was gonna die. So he photographed the entire thing 
rewound the film back into its case, put the camera in his backpack, and laid himself on top of the backpack in an attempt to protect the film. That is an artist. I know. They ended up finding his body 17 days later, buried with ash in his backpack, and the film was developed and provided geologists with all of this information and all of this footage. I looked up the photos. They're obviously They're, so fucking spooky. It's incredibly spooky, yeah. yeah. But like, what a, that is a, tr- that's a true artist. He's a Steve Irwin of volcanoes. Yeah. I would just panic. I wouldn't think to do that. I wouldn't think to I would do that. Like, ah, no, that's a man who's die. like really trying to donate his body to science. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like in a, in a really sincere, pure way. Like, yeah. To be like, I can't make this mean nothing. I'm here to study this volcano. You well, fuckers are getting work. Some, you guys are getting something out of this. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. Sure. For sure. That's really inspiring and very sad. I know it's really sad. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was one little mini deep dive. My other deep dive, I just had to touch on this because it was so weird. So we've like talked about different UFO sightings, whatever. This was kind of a normal UFO sighting that happened on May 18th, 18, 1946 by a guy named Gosta Carlson. He was Swedish. Hmm. So he saw this UFO, blah, 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 blah. We're going to cut to the next day. When he saw the UFO, he saw like the little aliens inside. And apparently, like when he came up there, one of them brought out this cup and they were drinking out of cups and they were pouring this like liquid into different Are you saying cups. he was abducted onto the craft? No, he like went to go see what was going on. And he said the aliens in the craft were like, very uninviting to him so he was kind of observing rude aliens yeah so he wasn't abducted he was just observing he saw like this he was, was he probed he was not probed wow. he just observed right so then he goes back the next day to the spot he's like i gotta prove that i actually saw this and it wasn't like a fever dream and there's all this grass that was badly trampled and burnt with footprints from the supports of the ufo and then he found two mugs two of the mugs that the people were like drinking out of the aliens and they drink out of mugs like us. That's what I'm saying. They're passing around mugs, drinking this li- liquid. So he said there is still a fragrant yellowish liquid in them. Ew. And then fragrant. He, then Ew, he also found this yellowish. Then he also found this uh, gold ring and a transparent crystal rod with symbols engraved on it. Whatever. Where is this rod? So flash forward. That was 1946. Flash forward. This is the interesting part. In the 1970s, this same guy suddenly became the director of a really big pharmaceutical company called cernel and a different one called allergen and as he himself stated the drugs in them were created on the basis of the alien healing drink that he had found in the cups left by aliens how did he get the recipe he i don't know Hmm. this is big pharma man isn't that weird yeah he suddenly became like the ceo of these huge pharmaceutical companies and all their stuff is made based on the liquid that he found in the alien cups yeah so there's alien medicine out there? Apparently, that's I looked up both of them. They still exist. I'm like, maybe I should start buying some products from them. I got to give me some of those alien drugs. Damn. You know? Yeah. They're probably way stronger than the ones here on Earth. Yellow I think and fragrant. As yellow, think a go- yellow, goopy, fragrant. Goopy? Liquid. You left that out. I put goopy. First. No, I added goopy. She added goopy. <laughs> Sick. I added goopy. You're just doing that to fuck with me. I know. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's our date. There, a lot of things happened today. May yeah. 18th is a very... What a roller coaster that was. Eventful day. Wow. Um, but when we come back, we've got some bitching to do. <laughs> Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Welcome to On The Stand Every Week. We bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it or we hate it. We have a healthy discussion. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. We usually have a listener based on the stand. I think we have one today. We sure do. Do you want to start with it or end with it? Before you do that, I feel like we should at least 
right off the jump here, let people know that they can call in and leave. Jared, why don't you tell and us? And on the stand. You say you memorized it. Or no. a worstie. A worstie. Worstie Percy and on the stand, same number. Or call us and just like leave us a We weird have two numbers. Now. So number, if, you, if you're an old listener and you have the old one, that one still works. We, we check, check them it. both. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to want to call 818 449 6889. Do it again. 818-446-6889. Jesus, Jared. I'm but never going to remember it. I'm also down to go first. Go first. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not sure how everyone's going to feel about this, but um, I'm putting, and I don't don't know what the right answer is, and I would love your feedback. I love these. Top sheet. Oh, this is good. So Matthew, my boyfriend, is convinced that Big Bed has convinced us all that we need top sheet <laughs> in the way that Big Pharma. I love Big Bed. Big yeah, Bed. Big bed. <laughs> There's a backstory. So when we bought our new mattress, we moved in together. Like we bought this expensive bed and the got the salesman was like, you're getting this. You need this mattress cover. Yeah. And it's $300. Like you need it. The a, mattress cover, a cover or the top is sheet? a good thing. The cover. I mean, you need a mattress. Cover. But this is part of Big Bed. And he's like, you can return it for your full price within five years if there's no stains on it. I was like, I'm not returning a bed, period. I won't. I'll suffer. I will never return a bed. I won't return the bed or the mattress cover. Bed. Okay. But only if there's, it's pristine. Yeah, but that's why you use a mattress cover. Or does, is that what Big Bed wants you to think? I, no. Oh, wait, hold on. I gotta get, I gotta get my story straight. Big Bed is trying to hustle us at every turn. No, these are two. That That is not my question. My question is. Are we talking about the mattress cover or the, or top, the top sheet? sheet? Top sheet. But this is an example of how Big Ben gotcha. tries to oversell you. So you're saying you. they're coming at us from multiple angles. No. Yeah, I think mattress cover is a necessity. Whatever. Ma- I do too. Forget it. Let's... That was just Big Bed pushing some <laughs> shit on us. But now I want to talk about agenda. I want to talk about the top sheet and how Big Bed wants us to think we need that. Yeah. Yes. And I don't necessarily agree. I like a top sheet, but Matt Wait. is convinced Big Bed has... Okay. Has brainwashed us Once and it just again. makes everything harder because yes. big bed rules okay i hate a top sheet so i'm anti-top sheet forever i think that they're <laughs> they get they get all crumpled they get in the way they fall off one side you of the bed hot. you get hot like you can't put your leg out of the it's like a, it well, creates more problems than it solves i really don't understand big bed I don't understand the, the let use me offer for some let me, let me offer some perspective for you, okay? Because <laughs> up until we started dating... You had a top sheet? I had a top sheet. What'd you do with that? You don't have a top sheet? No. no I we, still have one. We don't do the top sheet. No, I've never, we have a I've really, never used a top sheet. We have a really comfy duvet cover. You don't need a top sheet. It washes really well. It feels really good on your skin. I'm gonna, I'm See, this is the great de- for. But, this but, is the but, great debate. But here's it's the to keep you away from your duvet so you don't make your duvet sweaty. But here's the thing. and and here's I'm getting to it. This is the perspective. Grew up in Phoenix, always sweaty, always hot, AC on blast, whatever you're doing in the summer. The nice thing about the top sheet is you kick off the comforter or the duvet, and then you still feel like you're being covered, but you don't really want that much covering. I could you. never just sleep so with a sheet. Just go top Ugh. sheet. I would feel so vulnerable and afraid. Again, I'm not comfy enough. I do not care how hot it is. I'm sleeping with a comforter. Same. But here's the thing that I'm going to say about the, so the duvet and like not having to wash it as much. You do. And here's why. Because if you think about how you lay on a mattress when you're like, I don't know if you sleep on your side or your stomach or whatever. Dude, you're still touching the comforter. When that you're comforter's probably in your armpit. We wash ours a lot. We do too. Yeah. Um, but 
I also love a top sheet because I'm like, ooh, I don't know why. It's just one more layer of love. I mean, me, it does feel like very back much in like, the womb. It feels like you're at a hotel. It's yeah. very like hotel vibes, but I think it I think they're useless. So Matt is campaigning for us to get rid of our top sheet. Like I, I know that's what that. he wants. I'm with Matt. But Big Bed says I need it. But you're using a mattress cover, correct? No, that's we have a mattress <laughs> cover. I'm not so using a mattress cover for my top sheet. No, no, no. But you need the mattress cover. We that is not that. big bed. Beneath your it fitted is. sheet, is there the one they were sheet? trying to hustle me? That was super expensive. I was like, if you no, buy you that one on Amazon, correct, twenty bucks. But they were trying to hustle me for like big beds, uh, non-generic version. No, you don't need to spend the big bucks for a mattress cover. All it needs to be is plastic on one side, so it can catch all if something happens. Correct. Yeah. The point is, though, is that um, there's a division in my household. I want a top sheet. He doesn't. That's where we're at. Yeah. I'm I, gonna, I go with Matt. I went top sheet for years. And after going without it, I will never go back. Yeah. Come to the dark it's side. It's annoying. It, because another thing is if, if you have them, like when you make your bed, if you're tucking that top sheet under the mattress, like at the foot of the bed. Who it's does just that? another. You get a weird. Te- there's a difference in tension. Between we don't do that. that. And, yeah. We I don't like having tuck. freedom to. I hate. That's like, why you have no I top sheet. I hate when you're in a hotel and like your feet are all like I captured. It. I, I unburrito it. it. I yeah. So I can hate it. I like to tuck it under and do my own thing with it. Yeah. yeah. Great. All no right. Top so sheet. Top, top, sheet guilty. Guilty. top sheet's guilty. All right. I was on the fence and I guess that's your, where we are. You're that's getting rid of the top sheet. Yeah. I'll go next. Great. So today I'm putting on the stand joint bachelor bachelorette party. Ooh. So we're planning our, we're doing a joint bachelorette bachelor party. I'll start with that. We're planning it for June. So you're going not guilty. I'm going not guilty. Hopefully. I voted already. We have our bachelorette bachelor party. How do you, how do we say bachelor parties? You should gym. call it a like a wedding party. We, you should have your name. It's not like a stag party, and it's not like a like we'll come up with a little kitschy. Yeah, we're having like our Jack and Jerry party, whatever it is. But it's in June. Prenuptial party. We're going to mm. Vegas, and there was like a small time that I was thinking of just doing a bachelorette party, and I'm like, maybe we'll go to like Montana and do like cowgirl things and like whatever, do like a trip that I've always wanted to do, but like never have really done. But then when we started talking about it and we're like talking about our friends, like so many of our friends have overlapped that I'm like, there's kind of no point in separating everybody. It would be so much more fun to all be together. So much more fun to be all together. Like, I agree. It's going to be such a fucking blast. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I mean, like as much as like Jared really wanted to go and like have one last hurrah. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny that you say that because I was literally about to say as someone who doesn't want to go and have one last hurrah. (laughs) No. I think this is awesome because it's a really nice bridge between like my like jeez. It's a nice bridge between where I come from and like Phoenix and all my friends back home and like all the friends that I've made out here through you and like what our life is now and getting everybody together I think makes perfect sense be so fun it's be so fun and everybody likes to party in vegas like who's gonna say no to that who doesn't like to party in vegas oh dude i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be so fun i mean i'm kind of thinking of our our wedding and our bachelor parties like all i want to do is go on group trips with my friends yeah so like i'm trying to cultivate my wedding as just feeling like one big group trip with all of my favorite people and that's kind of how the bachelor party bachelorette party joint thing kind of came to be because i'm like I have more fun with Jared. Like I, I do. He's my best friend. Like we have the most fun together. So I'm like, why would I want to separate yeah. for a time when we don't have to? It fucking sucks when your boyfriend's not on a trip with you. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Or a fiance in your case. But yeah. I'm with you where I'm like, it's just more fun. 
And like you guys, all of my best friends are best friends with Jared too. So it's just like, what's the point in separating? Our chat is called Bestie Chat. I know. Bestie Chat. (laughs) Well, that's if Jared had his own bachelor party, I feel like you would go. I would. Yeah, I would invite you. If I wasn't invited, we pit. Like so many of our friends would like go because like they're so close. They're your best friends too. So it just like for us, I know everybody's different. Some partners like aren't friends with their partner's friends and stuff like that. So it makes more sense. But like. All of our friends are friends with each other. Yeah. So it's like nobody is coming to either sides of our party that like don't know each other. It's yeah. like a big happy family. So for us, I feel like it just worked out really well. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. I can't. Not wait. guilty. Not, Not guilty, guilty for sure. Woo. Can't wait. Uh mine, I was <laughs> I was on a FaceTime call with my mom like yesterday or the Gwen? day before. Gwen, my mother. Mother. And um I realized that when I'm on a Zoom call or a FaceTime call, I don't even look at the person I'm talking to. I'm staring at myself the whole time. I think time. everyone does that. I just, well, for, that's kind of like, I'm putting that, I'm defending that because I feel like I don't, they're not looking at you in person. So you can't tell who's looking where when you're on a call. And yeah. like, I think it's like a little, portion i've carved out of my life where i can be a little bit vain and just look at myself which i'm not that kind of person but well, we it's i think we see all yourself do it. as others see you yeah so if you can actually see yourself on a screen you're like this is what other people are seeing yeah we so rarely get that opportunity yeah. in real life <laughs> to be like how do i how am i being perceived at this very moment exactly wow, and very, you can kind of yeah. analyze but it's it's more about insecurity than like i don't even know if it's an insecure thing i think it's just like fascination it's not even it's just like the human experience of just we are if if given the opportunity you're just gonna like look yourself like i think that not even in it's not a vain way it's not like a self-obsession way i don't think it's an insecurity way or we were talking about it just today because the cameras that we filmed this on if you're watching on patreon you can there is a monitor and we choose to keep them closed because it is very distracting when you can see yourself. Yeah. It's, it's like, very distracting. It is distracting. Like you know? what's the f- point of even FaceTiming? Yeah. If you're, cause everybody's just looking at themselves anyways. I actually like FaceTime because you're so little in the corner. You don't really see yourself. Yeah. I, I prefer FaceTime to zoom. If you're trying to focus on the like yeah. catching up for sure. But you know, Jared, this is a very common problem. Like Narcissus mm. was staring at himself so close in this <laughs> yes. river or pond yes. that he, he fell in and he drowned. And right. I feel dangerously close to the edge. And that's why I wanted to bring this up because I need to check myself first and foremost. There you go. But I'd like to see if anyone else out there does this. The because Everyone. Just, I just find not it really guilty. Funny. I think we all do I'm it. I'm saying not guilty. You can go ahead and. I want to say not guilty. Not I feel guilty. like you can't not do it. Stare at yourself. Well, also, good like, for you. you know, introspection, outrospection. Maybe mm. that's what that is. It's worth having. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have our listener? Oh, yes, of course. Let's get right to it, shall we? Hi, guys. So I have a uh, something I'd like to prosecute. So it's so random, but my biggest, biggest pet peeve is when people use the microwave and then they take it out before the time ends on the microwave and then they just leave the remaining time up on the microwave screen instead of, like, hitting end or cancel and they just leave it sit there why just fucking cancel it just like end it it's so dumb but it pisses me off so much so yeah guilty as hell bye let me summarize for everyone what it was because i can relate to this okay 
immediately. So what is bothering or incredible, stunning, insightful listener is that if you use a microwave and you take the item out sooner and then you close the door and it still is like 26 yes, seconds yes. remaining on the on the digital screen and that bothers her and that's something that would bother me oh me as well forever but that doesn't bother everyone you have to be like a certain a little, like neurotic neurotic yes yeah but like i know for me that would bother me i think like, i know somebody who that might not bother jack yeah, yeah why would jack care about right that it wouldn't not bother me. Depends on how, like, what she has going on. Because she yeah. could just literally walk away from that and be like, I'll handle it later. And then... I mean, yeah, it just depends on what, what I'm doing that day. I can't. I have to clear I mean, it. also, though, I could, if I was distracted, I could also be the person who leaves it like that. But I think if I'm cognizant and aware, that would also bother me. But I'll also say I wouldn't, bur I wouldn't give anyone shit about it. I would just handle it. That specific offense? No. no. No, oh, yeah. Because like you can't. If anyone would look at you like you're crazy, if you're like, I need you to clear that. When it also you're done just with takes it. one button. We're on press of a button to get rid of it. And you know what? You don't notice it unless you're close to the microwave. And in that case, you can beep boop yeah. and yeah. fix it. But it's that kind of OCD stuff that really does mess with me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just the un. It's. I mean, and this is like OCD 101. Like that thought in the back of your brain that like some you have unfinished something somewhere. Well, when I have I, to clear it. Like when I, I still had a gas car, I would be so, I would just try to make it till the dollar amount was e a dollar amount. Oh, it's the best. Instead of like 39.89, I'd be like, I need it to be $40. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't have, and they won't let you. The cents will go like three cents over. I've got a 40, life hack. And then you're like, you sort of keep, you go inside and you give them the. No. What no. is it? Buy a larger vehicle. With a big gas tank. Like a Jeep. And live in California. And the pumps, a lot of them max out at $100. Yeah, that's true. So, that's, that's my life. So you can just... Is it $100 every time you fill up? I mean, it's not even full. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, they max so out sad. at 100 bucks. What if you drive like a big truck? Then you, just go, you got to go in there again? and probably pay a couple times. And I don't know if it's every pump, but there's a gas no, station by us pump. and it stops at 100 even. And it doesn't fill your Jeep up? No. And then like, so it's like my OCD is satisfied, but my soul is crushed. <laughs> There's nothing worse than like spending the time and going to the fucking uh, gas, gas station. Gas place. Gas place. The gas <laughs> getting place. Going to the gas station and taking all the time to fill up the gas and it doesn't fill up all the way. And you're like, I wasted my time because I'm going to have to fucking come back. I have a question. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. Do we think that there is a manufacturer uh, feature in every car where your gas gauge, like, it stays at full for, like... 30 miles, 40, 40 miles. miles. Is well, that every you car? Can, you can top off over full, you know, like... I'm it, talking, like, where the machine stops. I like, know. Like, when it stops. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it measures full, mm. and I think you go over, like, a few gallons mm. over full. So that's why it doesn't move for I hate minute. leaving that initial grace period that you have on your, on your Just, meter. You're hella night. full for, like, like, a I, week. Yeah, I can, like, drive up and down from Orange County, and it doesn't oh. move. And then all of a sudden, I have It's no empty. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, my life is falling apart once the needle starts going yeah. down. Yeah. All right, anyways, guilty, I guess, leaving the mic. mic you gotta turn that thing off. Clear it. off. Or don't worry about it. I'm saying guilty. Depends on the mood that day. Clear it. All right. Well, but we I always say back to zero with everything you do. Mm. Neutralize. Uh, yes. When we come back, it is time for some true crime rewind. 
Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so we did some, like, mini deep dives, but, like, uh, there was nothing enough to do a full dive on today you know unfortunately sometimes like this dark day thing we want to do not everything some days are just wonderful and there's nothing dark that happens we have to get creative because and that should be good like this is not a disappointment true um dark days are are plentiful otherwise right no, it's, so it's not a disappointment because we're talking about some dark shit that's right so basically what i did is just google dark things dark facts or just and you know what? You could do this forever because life is fucking crazy. Yes. The world is dark as fuck. Sure so, you know, we're just going to jump into some random dark historical I facts. I thought we were going to get a nice break from it. And here we are going even deeper. <laughs> no. So. Okay. Fact one. An entire factory crew happily worked with radium in the 1920s, and most of them died horrifically of radiation poisoning not too long after. Thick. So they were doing... um. They were working at the United States Radium Corporation to use paint watch dials. So they're putting 
the radium into watches. Yeah. And they were obviously unaware of what radium could do to human beings. Is radium like a, a solid metal? I believe they were probably using it to... to I, actually, I don't know because part of like me thinks what, that they were using the luminescence state, what, or something. Yeah. But oh, maybe for I, like a well, were they making glow in the dark pieces of watches in the twenties? I don't know. I don't know. I I actually that's so weird that I don't know that because I feel oh like yes I'm, oh wait no I mean it says so it has yeah impressive glow in the dark properties made it popular for use in paints and many female factory workers were hired by them whatever so what part of their job was to sharpen the point that they were using of their paintbrush with their teeth. So they're ingesting the radium no, no. as they went. And it's then very Susan and George Ugh. in Seinfeld yes. looking envelopes. Oh my yeah. God, it oh my is. God. Like yeah. it's very that. So it said sometimes they would even mess around and paint their skin, their teeth, and their nails for fun. And it says years later, a lot of them had radiation ailments like decaying teeth, crumbling bones, oh God. and spines that crushed under their own weight. Honestly, I love the playfulness of like, look at my radium teeth. I know. Yeah. But like that's some shit I would do well, it's it reminds but it's sad that it wasn't safe. It's like the Chernobyl show totally. of like everybody dancing and all of the fucking the kids are like it's like the dust. Oh man, they well, turned to dust. No, it was like after the Chernobyl explosion. It was in the air, so there was radiation. Oh, there was like radiation, and it was all in the ash. And like there was a scene. I mean, it was from the the show, but it was a right. scene of all yeah. these kids like twirling around, and all of the like radium ash is just falling all over them, and then they all probably died. Yeah. Anyways, Gosh. okay. Number two, in the 18th century, a woman actually convinced doctors that she was giving birth to rabbits. Convinced which doctors? How did not she which doctors? Them? Like she said, whom? Mary Toft. I mean, it was in the 18th century, so we're in the 1700s. Reportedly, quote unquote, gave birth to up to nine of the fluffy creatures at a time. Doctors were convinced that she was telling the truth until they found pieces of corn inside the stomach of one of the rabbits, proving that she was a liar. But how did it prove she that? was a sick bitch because she had been manually inserting the rabbits to make delivery look as realistic as no. possible. This woman was fucking sick. Were what? Bunnies? Who's sick? How? Did they were they alive? I mean, yeah. I'm. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> really? That's oh my so god! So gross. It's so deranged. Okay. How? how what? It's mental illness. So I'm like trying to have empathy because like yeah, back, that's, that's obviously move. mental illness. Yes. And uh, but it's just very sad to hear yeah. about oh that. Oh my god! I mean, apparently the rabbits were lived. Well, good. For I mean, they're them. dead now because it was in the 1700s. <laughs> yeah, but for how long did they live? Um, okay, so the next one in 1518, the city of Strasbourg was hit by a dancing plague where people would dance uncontrollably for days at a time. That's a plague I can get involved with. That's what's up. Exactly. So it began with a single woman dancing solo for a few days. Imagine being that bitch. That's wow. you. Before eventually more and more people became affected. So this, I mean, this reminds me kind of like of Salem in a, like in a sense. Well, kinda. you know what? When you see someone dancing and having fun, you really want to dance. There's literally nothing that gets me off my ass faster than seeing my friend on a dance floor having fun. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And like, that is contagious. Well, did you see there was a report saying that it, something like that was supposed to hit the US this summer? A dancing flu? Yeah, in July. It's the Sad Summer Festival featuring <laughs> my band and others. July. That was That's a nice, perfect. That was a nice plug. So yeah. it said do doctors proclaimed that the illness was caused by overheated blood and recommended that the inflicted should continue to shimmy and sway the fever away. <laughs> oh my Musicians God. were even called in and a stage was set up to the town center to give the dancers more room. So the dancing helped? 
That's what they're saying. This is what I'm talking about. We're doing that. It said, while the idea may seem funny at first, most of them kept dancing until they fell unconscious and some of them died from exhaustion, heart attack, or stroke. There were deaths? They danced themselves to death. To exhaustion. Wow. Wow. My self-preservation kicks in the second I'm a little tired. Oh, my God. You know, I'm like a little tired almost now. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm almost ready for my evening. Yeah. I could not dance, hour. dance myself to death. Please. That's for sure. Sure. Um, okay. So the next one is um, many people were buried alive. When? I think many. we <laughs> You mean um, over the course of time? I mean, this just says being buried alive was way more common than you would have thought in the 18th century. Okay. So we're going to the 1700s. It says at the time, the mortality rate was so high that doctors weren't always present to make sure that the patient was actually dead, which is crazy. So witnesses would just often just be like, that person's dead. Well, they probably didn't know how to check a pulse. It's, they uh, probably didn't know how to do like the signs of life testing that are super rudimentary. Like they didn't know. Extra importance on the job of coroner. Yeah. 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 Well, that is really, really it, scary. It's Very. A, the problem got so bad that people started taking additional measures to make sure the corpse they had, like, was pipes, dead before by, burying them. And they would them. have pipes going up in case they woke up. So they could yell. Oh. So they could sc- scream and also get air. They would like do a little air hole. So this said the tests that they were I'm like, doing. They just wait to bury them. If you're not sure, why don't you just wait like three days? Yeah. Like, if but maybe wait- one of them was in a coma. You ever see that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he's in a box? No. What? What's it called? I can't remember the name. I watched it on the tour bus one time, but he's in the whole movie. I think it's like one setting and he's like, I don't know. I think there's multiple scenes. We'll get there. All right, Jared. He's in a box. He's buried alive. He's buried alive. Okay. What a great explanation of that movie. That's all there is. That's what it is. I don't want to watch it. So anyways, there are additional measures that they would take included shouting in their ear, sticking needles under their toenails, and whipping them with nettles. That's torture. Needles (laughs) under a fingernail is torture. And you're doing that to be like, is is Papa awake? (laughs) It's like... Oh, we want to we want to maim we want to disfigure Papa to find out if he's awake or not. Yeah, there must be throw some cold water on the man. I mean, that's why like a little smelling salts would probably do the trick. Yeah, Anything. don't put stuff on my fingernail. Toenail. Toenail. Even worse. Ugh. Um, do you know a great percentage of our bones are on our feet? <laughs> really? Like the I number 20, quantity? So I think twenty five percent of all of our bones are on our feet. Makes sense. You you have a lot of movement. Oh, yeah. You know, but oh. also in your hands. Dexterous. Hmm. Anyways. I also have bones all over the rest of my our body. Our toes have, our feet have more uh, bones than hands. Nice fact. I <laughs> like that. I do that like that. That was a fun fact. It's kind of, it kind of makes me weird. Like, I've grossed out now. Makes me want to go get a foot massage and treat my feet mm. a little better. Yeah. yeah take really care of all those bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last fact that we're going to get into is in the 1800s, a lot of dentures were made using the teeth of dead soldiers. <gasps> Dentures were a pretty big deal among the upper classes in the late 18th century and early 19th. Typically high sugar diets combined with early attempts at teeth whitening, which wore away enamel instead of brightening it, meant that their teeth were in a really bad condition. They were whitening their teeth back then? God knows with what. Probably the radium. (laughs) Bleach. Like just straight up bleach. Probably. And it said the easiest and most profitable way to acquire human teeth for dentures was to take them from the dead. And the battlefield of Waterloo presented thousands of recently killed soldiers whose teeth were unfortunately ripe for the looting. Just harvesting teeth. It doesn't. I mean, that one actually doesn't surprise me that much. How is it different than the tooth fairy? It's pretty much the, the human tooth fairy. Yeah. Dark this, tooth fairy, dark facts. Again, now I'm afraid of the tooth fairy again. <laughs> again. I thought I'd already done this in my lifetime. Oh, well. 
Um, okay, well, when we come back, we're going to find out some bad things that you people did next. Woo! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, naughty boys and girls. Let's get right into this. Let's go. Hi, guys. I'm calling with the worst thing I've ever done. Back when I was in high school, I had a job at a subway, you know, great high school job, not exactly the best in terms of people showing you kindness and respect. So there were a few times where I just got, you know, a little annoyed at people's behavior, whether it was them talking on the phone while I was trying to take their order or just being outright rude to me and showing me no respect. So when they weren't looking, I would just sneak one little jalapeno into their sandwich and think maybe, maybe next time they would just think again about how they're treating people in food service. So that's the worst thing I've ever done. Now I probably wouldn't do that knowing people's allergies and, you know, just overall guilt. But back then, it felt really good. Bye. Uh, This has definitely happened to me before. Me too. Now I'm wondering... I'm And I feel like I'm very pleasant when I'm ordering food. I'm the kind of person who will, like, you... There's a... It's definitely a threshold, but I'll deal with most things like on my sandwich or on my whatever. I don't send shit back. Sure. Um, unless it's like a rock or something. Right. Um, that being said, there's been multiple times where something surprisingly spicy hits me. And I don't think you I did like anything to deserve it. But And I also think just to tell you, caller... Don't feel bad about that. That's pretty innocent. I mean, I we were just saying, I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody with a jalapeno allergy, even though I'm sure they ex- exist. I said that. I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. But like, no, I've never heard of anyone with a jalapeno allergy. Yeah. I'm sure somebody has a jalapeno allergy out there. Then you, It's got to be all peppers. Like, there's no way a jalapeno messes you up, but yeah. a bell pepper doesn't. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyways, even if you do, if you're going to, if you have like a deadly jalapeno allergy, you shouldn't be going to Subway cross-contamination everywhere this is true you don't know when a jalapeno is going to slip their way into the sandwich even if you weren't an asshole any deadly allergy cook your own like i know that that sucks and that's so unfair so unfair but so unfair but like i wouldn't trust a soul like my stepmom has a turmeric allergy and when we go out to dinner she has to ask like if anything has turmeric in it and like they put turmeric in a lot of shit yeah and i was like they might just have it in there and they say no and they don't know yeah she carries an epi pen just in case but like it's a it's a whole thing 
So allergies aside, I think it's a pretty much it's pretty harmless and it's really it's a good prank. I love it. I love it. I'm into it. Surprise More people should start spice. doing this. It's such a like non naughty retaliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like because okay, say you're not allergic to jalapenos. Spicy gets you. Like, have you ever had a shishito pepper you weren't expecting? Oh yeah. All of them are not spicy, and then you have one that is, and you're like, "What did I do to deserve this?" Yep. Like, that's what people should be asking themselves. Yep. Yeah. I ordered a turkey sandwich with no peppers, and I got this one jalapeno. Like, what did I do to deserve it? Well, think about it. Karmic retribution. It. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Maybe wow. you changed. Maybe you changed some lives by doing this. Maybe you made some people reflect and be like, "What did I do to deserve this?" And they're like, I think "Oh." So. I know. I do love that. Me too. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. That's yeah, it? we're not doing a stanza because I need like a a solid theme, and this was more of a a, a big riff. It was a riff because I'm sorry, everyone. Nothing bad happened on May 18th, other than the Mount St. Helens explosion. Which is kind of be- <laughs> other than that, but other like, than the craterization of a but gigantic, that's kind of beautiful hill. to know I mean, that there was a 50, day, sixty people. It's awful. <laughs> That's awful. But like it wasn't awful. enough to talk about during True Crime Rewind. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not important enough. That's a natural disaster. <laughs> it's not a crime. It's so sad. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no. But not important enough. You know. No, so important, but we didn't do it for the dark days. Isn't uh, this a rewind. Seinfeld? I mean, this is a great place to end. Isn't there a Seinfeld where he's talking about it was like X amount of people had died, but it wasn't. Oh as yeah, many it was the cruise. It was the, the cruise. Uh, it was Andrew the... Doria. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, how many people usually die on a cruise? He was 50, trying to get the 60? apartment. He was trying so, to get the apartment. It is full circle, and no God, matter what you do, quote. you can't get away from it. No, Costanza. no, we're gonna end with that that clip from Seinfeld. Now we've we've already mm. ran that clip before. We but have. We'll, can... we'll run it. Second again. time's right. a charm. All right. The Andrea Doria collided with a Stockholm and dense fog twelve miles off the coast of Nantucket. How do you know? It's in my book, Astonishing Tales of the Sea. <laughs> 51 people died. 51 people? Mm-hmm. That's it? <laughs> I thought it was like a thousand. Well, 1,660 survivors. That's no tragedy. <laughs> How many people do you lose on a normal cruise? 30, 40? <laughs> Grandma, can I take a look at that book? Oh, yeah. I also got Astounding Bear Attacks. Oh. Hey. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.